Welcome to another episode of Highland Piper Podcast. I'm your host, George, and today I'm going to share with you a personal adventure, my first trip to the enchanting highlands of Scotland. Picture this, it's 2013 and I had been yearning to visit Scotland since my childhood. I can still recall being as young as 8 years old when I first learned about the infamous Loch Ness and the legends that enveloped it. Little did I know back then that a couple of decades later I would be permanently residing here. days I didn't own a car, so the trip had to be undertaken by bus. I remember vividly that I was accompanied by my parents who had come for my graduation and for whom I wanted to arrange a special experience. And so it came to pass. We set out early one morning from George Square in Glasgow. The bus departed punctually and we encountered no delays. Our journey began with the bus driver sharing fascinating tales of Scotland's tourism industry and how it had soared after the release of Braveheart, the iconic movie starring Mel Gibson. Our first stop was Loch Lomond. Even though it was early in the morning and the sun had yet to rise, the sight was breathtaking. Loch Lomond boasts the largest surface area and is an immensely popular tourist destination. It is also renowned for the legendary song The Bonnie Banks of Loch Lomond, believed to have been penned by a soldier awaiting his death during the Jacobite uprising. Back on the bus, we headed deeper into the highlands. The scenery during the journey was incredibly beautiful, yet so difficult to put into words. We were in November with rainy weather and yet the surroundings were as stunning as a masterpiece painting. After traversing Ranoch Moor with its expansive forests and breathtaking waterfalls, we arrived at our second stop, one of the highlights of the entire trip, the Three Sisters of Glencoe. I'm of course referring to the famous Tree of Mountains located in the West Highlands of Scotland. at the three sisters for hours, but unfortunately we only had a few minutes for photographs as we had to proceed to our next destination, Fort William, the second largest city in the Highlands after Inverness. We made a brief stop there before continuing on to Fort Augustus. In contrast to Fort William, this tiny village with its 650 residents was named after the Jacobite uprising of 1715 but equally depends on tourism. It could hardly be otherwise, as it's situated at the southwest end of Loch Ness. Speaking of which, the moment we had all been eagerly anticipating had finally arrived. We could see it through the bus windows. <laughs> no, not Nessie, but the legendary Loch Ness. Finally, 
my childhood dream was coming true. But it was surreal to grasp that it was actually happening. And yet, there I was, not just passing by the loch, but also embarking on a cruise across it. So there I was, the adult me, with a wee drum of whiskey, cruising on Loch Ness. The cruise took quite a while, as Loch Ness holds the largest water volume in the whole of the United Kingdom, containing more water than all the English and Welsh lakes combined. The vistas were once more breathtaking, with Urquhart Castle looming on the opposite bank of the dark, storied loch that has spawned countless tales and legends. The first written account of the monster appears in a 7th century biography of St. Columba, but the story gained popularity in the 1930s with a photograph, later proven to be fake, going viral by the standards of the time. It's also worth noting that in late August this year, another survey was launched, employing drones, infrared cameras and a hydrophone in an attempt to find traces of the monster. I came across a report of one person claiming to have seen it, citing water disturbances as evidence, but aside from that, there have been no other eyewitness accounts. After this memorable trip, we reboarded our bus, ready for the remainder of our tour. Our next stop was Inverness, the capital of the Highlands. Inverness translates to the Valley of Ness, named after the river Ness that flows through the city. Yes, it's the same river that lent its name to the loch. Inverness is a bustling city with its own university and airport. I could see numerous tourists and young people bustling along the streets, crossing the bridges connecting one end of the city to the other. Unfortunately, we couldn't stay longer as it was already growing dark, despite it being only a little after 3pm. We had to return to Glasgow, but not before making one final stop. The town of Pitlochri was perfect for this. Nestled in the heart of the highlands, it's always a reliable choice for short trips. We savored the renowned Edradour ice cream, flavored with local whiskey. It was the perfect dessert to conclude a fantastic journey through the northern reaches of Scotland, a trip I wholeheartedly recommend to all inquirers seeking to explore the country. This trip was merely the beginning of a series of travels to the magnificent Scottish Highlands and I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be reminiscing about these trips down memory lane from time to time. What are your thoughts on this? If you've visited Scotland, please let me know by leaving a comment. And as always, feel free to reach out via direct message on Instagram where my profile is Highland Piper Smoke, one word, that is Highland Piper Smoke, and on TikTok, where you can find me as Highland.Piper.
This is Highland Piper and until next time, happy puffing! Thank you.